0: Sumter with Sarah Jane, a show about celebrating Sumter, a part of the Item Podcast Network, presented by SKF. Hey, you're in Sumter with Sarah Jane, and I am Sarah Jane. This is your monthly market update for August, because today is September 2nd. Um we have a lot of things to go over today. And are we in a recession? Are we headed for a housing crash? What will happen to our home values? Those are going to be some of the things that we go over. And of course, I'm going to go over our numbers. Okay. Are we in a recession or are we headed for a housing crash? So I just want to read a quote um, really quick. The National Bureau of Economic Research, a significant decline in... This is the definition of a recession from the National Bureau of Economic Research, a significant decline in economic activity spread across the economy, lasting more than a few months, normally visible in real GDP, real income, employment, industrial production, and wholesale retail sales. That is the official definition of a recession. It's widely held belief that two consecutive quarters with negative growth is also considered a recession. Whether or not we're in a recession, that is being debated by experts, economists, people a lot smarter than myself. Uh, but I do know at the beginning of 2021, 12% of economists polled, believed that we were not headed for a recession within the next 12 months, or that we were headed for a recession in the next 12 months. 12% of economists believe that we would experience a recession in the next 12 months. That was the beginning of 2021. The begin now in August, 2022 50% of economists believe that within the next 12 months, we will be experiencing a recession. What is this? Why am I bringing this up? If I'm not going to talk about whether we are, or we aren't it's because a lot of our activities are going to be driven by fear, um, coming from a place of fear and, That means we're going to be a little more conservative in what we do, uh, maybe a little panicked in the things that we do. And sometimes people have the reverse reaction of just like, I'm going to go out and make this happen right now. Um, But we want to make decisions from a data-driven place. So we're going to look at the numbers. We're going to see, we're going to look at history. We're going to listen to what experts say and let those things be the driving force behind our decisions when we go into the housing market. Four of the six recessions that we've experienced have not included a housing crash. Values have appreciated during those times, and this historically means that mortgage rates will fall during a recession because mortgage rates falling during a recession, people buying houses, that kind of softens the landing for what's going on in our economy. We want people buying houses. It helps our economy out. Um, what does this mean for us moving forward? It means that we've got a lot of people who decided to, you know, it's 2020, it's 2021. The market is very competitive. What am I going to do? I'm just gonna rent because it's too competitive for me to buy a house right now. We're gonna see a lot of those buyers return to the housing market. So a stat from Fortune, Over the past five recession, mortgage rates have fallen 1.8%. This means that you have increased affordability. Almost 2% of a drop in your mortgage rate is a big deal when it comes to affordability. Mortgage rates have been fairly volatile the past three to four months. You know, we were enjoying 2.8. 3% interest rates and then we jumped up to 5, 5 .5 5.5% interest rates. So that affordability changed a lot for a lot of people in an already tight market where inventory was tight, low, very competitive and buyers were plentiful. So that pushed people back down and some people may have even exited the market for a while waiting for that to change. We're expected to see that change looking forward we're gonna see those mortgage rates fall a little bit. So if you're still on the fence, still waiting, good things are coming. Um, So to recap this, a recession for us would most likely mean a falling mortgage rate and the houses would appreciate, not decrease. We would have appreciating values on those homes because we still have more buyers coming in which brings us to housing market crashing not crashing what is happening here. Let's talk about how we get inventory. So there are three sources of inventory. We've got new construction, families that live in their homes just wanting to sell their homes, so we call that a resale, and then foreclosures. I wanted to take a look at our foreclosure supply. This is from Rick Sharga from ATOM data. They follow all of this stuff very closely. Foreclosure activity across the United States continued to slow, steady climb back to pre-pandemic levels in the first half of 2022. It's exactly what we just showed you. While overall foreclosure activity is still running significantly below historic averages, the dramatic increase in foreclosure Starts to suggest that we may be back to normal levels by sometime early 2023. So, what does this mean for us? It means that we don't have a lot of foreclosures. We're talking about low inventory and a lot of buyers in the market. That does not mean that we're going to have a housing crash. That means we're going to continue to see home appreciation. We're going to continue to see the market be competitive. And People need houses. People are moving all over the place. And Sumter is specifically one of those places that people are finding affordable homes. And this has been good for our real estate market. Um, Foreclosures as sold for this month. How many foreclosures have we had sale in the month of August? Zero. I went back and looked in 2012 just to see how many sold in August Um, 13 13 foreclosures sold in August of 2012 Um, and then I wanted to see how many foreclosures sold in all of 2012 from January 1 to the end of August how many foreclosures sold and that was 80 80 foreclosures sold this year how many foreclosures sold nine so if you're in flipping You might be able to find a deal, but it's not going to be on the foreclosure market or not likely to be on the foreclosure market. Um, We just have not had a lot of foreclosures. One is the forbearance assistance that's been provided through the pandemic. And most of the people coming, listening to the experts on this and reading about what they're reporting, most of the people coming out of forbearance are able to get back with their mortgages. They've been able to come up with a plan with the bank and get on time with their payments and then continue to make those payments and keep their home. So that's great for us as a people, as a nation. Uh, People are keeping their houses. That's wonderful. But that means that's another source of inventory that we're not going to have. New construction. Builders have been Building, And if you're in Sumter, you know, they're like, feels like they're building houses everywhere. And they're just building, building, building. Well, that building has just like the real estate market as a whole going super fast through 2022. And now that it's slow, like slowing down a little bit, it's still going fast, but there's a little hesitation there because of these mortgage rates that have been so volatile. So new construction homes have been, Continuing to build, but not quite as quickly as they have through 2021 and 2022, earlier in the year. This means we're relying heavily on the resales to provide that inventory. And that inventory, as if you've been watching this, you know that inventory has been low. We've experienced about a three month supply um, over the past two months. Previous to that, it's been closer to a one month supply. And we have been following national trends closely. Um, Right now, nationally, we have a three-month supply of houses, and then in Sumter, I calculated these numbers for us this morning, also that three-month supply. So how we figure that out is we take the average home sales over the past three months and then do some math calculations about what we have available on the market today, and then that would figure 3.2 months worth of inventory for Sumter. Today we have 470 homes available. Uh, Many of those homes are under contract, uh, but 470 homes, which in comparison to what we've been experiencing, lots of houses. So let's look back at this last... Last month we sold 135 houses, and in August we in July 135 houses, and then in August we sold 150 houses. So we see that margin of home sales ticking up just a little bit. Okie dokie. A one more thing about the supply of homes: to have a neutral market where there's no inventory or supply demand advantage for a buyer versus a seller, you want six months of inventory. So having three months is still an advantage for the seller, but because that has ticked up from one month supply and the mortgage rates are expected to fall, this means really good things for buyers coming onto the market. means more affordability, means more options for your house. And when you've got more options, you've got less people bidding on the same house. We've gone from an average of five and a half offers on each listing down to four and a half offers on each listing over just a month's time. Um, So this is really great news for buyers. Uh, It's still good news for sellers. You know, sellers have A lot of competition. The thing that you have to watch out for right now, sellers, is having that extreme expectation that I'm going to put my house on the market, get seven offers within the first weekend. They're all going to be over asking and they're not going to ask me for any sort of concessions. And I'm going to be able to decide when we close. That edginess, that level of competitiveness is stipending back a little. So when I say it's still competitive, I mean you need to have an agent that knows what your appraised value is expected to be, what your marketing number should be. Those numbers are going to be different. Your what the bank says your house is worth and what you can market your house and what people are willing to pay for your house, those tend to be different numbers in in a neutral market they're typically the same. So you need to be very clear with the agent that comes to you and says, hey, we can sell your house for this. What's it going to look like? Because you don't want to price too high because in this market, buyers do not want to compete for a home that they perceive is overpriced. They already know that they will probably be competing for whatever home they decide to put an offer on. They're not risking that emotional labor and that high value on a home that they don't think is worth it so you've got to be careful with how you price your home you don't need to underprice it but you don't need a lot of wiggling room in that negotiation sometimes I go to um, housing listing appointments and they're like well we wanted five or ten thousand dollars for wiggle room that is entirely too much wiggle room houses being sold right now are being sold 97.89% 97.89% of what it's being listed for. That's on average to the market price. So if you list your house at $100,000, you're expected to get $97,890. That is 2.11% difference. And that number has come down. We have seen that come down. Even in July, it was at 9929 so, this 97.89 of list price that you're getting, that is from the marketed price. Now, what is it compared to the original list price, the price reduction. So, a price reduction has brought you a buyer. You've sold at that price and you're expected to get $97,890. Now, compared to the original list price, you'd be getting 96,000 So 96.69%. That is over 1%. You will get more money for your home if you price accordingly. If you take the advice of your real estate agent, you look at those numbers together, and you come up with a competitive price well, can we try for five more? If I say like, hey, let's put it at 260. Well, what's it going to hurt if we do 265? We can list for 265, but that super competitive situation that you're looking for, you're going to find at 260. You will make more money by listing your house at that 260 rather than that 265 number. So if you are interviewing real estate agents, you're wanting to list your house, You don't need to list with just the person that says, we'll price it with whatever. The market is crazy. People are paying whatever they want for your house. That is an uneducated real estate agent. That person has not done their research. The market is shifting. It is still competitive. Home values are still appreciating, but not as rapidly as they once were. So we need to bring it in. We need to be smart about our list price. That way we can lure as many buyers as possible. And hopefully they'll see each other at the listing, uh, the day they go look at it and decide, oh my goodness, other people want this house. I need to put over asking price for you. And it will make sense to them because these buyers that are looking at houses, they're very educated. They, every time a house comes up in their price range, that looks even a little bit like what they want. They're going to go look at it. So they are very educated on what a home's value is right now. More so than a new person just walking onto the market listing their house. You know your house, they know the market. That real estate agent is gonna be able to bridge that gap so that you know more about your house and the market all together, and you're gonna come out ahead. I will get off my listing soapbox and we'll go back to talking about buyers. Uh, Buyers, what does this mean for you? This means there are people out there that are listing their house as aggressively as they possibly can, and they're having to make price reductions. And you as a consumer have an edge now. If you have a smart real estate agent that can show you the numbers on something, and you're the first one to get there, this is key. You need to be the first one to get there because everyone else is going through the same process. Oh, this house came on the market at 265 what am I going to do? I don't think it's worth 265 I think it's more worth 259 260 Oh, uh, well, now that I've seen it, it's been on the market for an entire week, well, maybe they're willing to take less. Get there first. 265. I think it's overpriced. I'm going to look at it anyway. My real estate agent is amazing. We're going to negotiate something great. You get there. You make a case. You make an offer. You present your offer in a way that says, hey, I don't want any surprises down the road. I don't want something to come up with the appraisal. This is what I think it's worth. I can close in 30 days. Have any other offers? Let's make it happen. If they say no, that's fine. If you see it up in a week, come back. Come back to that house and say, hey, I'm still willing to give you this for your house. What do you think? This is going to be a strategy that is for someone that's determined to get something. This is going to be somebody that knows the real estate market, has a great agent that's helping them with values and says, we can do this. We're going to have to be persistent. Try to not get... The very simplified version is try not to get your feelings hurt because if somebody tells you no, it's really easy to say... Ugh, but you just, it's all about those numbers and data-driven decisions. You're just going to have to go back. Hey, here I am again. This is what I'm offering. What are you thinking? Because after a week of being on the market, people are considering those price reductions because, like I said, the housing market is still competitive. But the sellers who aren't interviewing multiple agents for to list their property They're not getting all of the best information that they could get, and they're just aggressively pricing those houses. Whereas if you have an aggressive agent who can get you there first, make an offer that same day, you might be able to come out on top and maybe even work yourself in a little closing cost. The market is shifting in that direction for you. Okay, so let's just break it down. To the facts about the real estate market in Sumter. Once again, in August, we sold 150 houses. That is a tick up from the 135 that we sold in July. We are seeing the average price at 233814 Also, about a $5,000 tick up from the 228000 we saw in July for average price. This is the thing that's changed. This is going to support the argument that I just made about that aggressive pricing. Our days on market has gone from in July, 18 days on market to in August, 30 days on market. That is where you saw that initial shift in people pricing aggressively, having to price drop, then getting it under contract and moving forward. So um, be smart. Just call me to be your real estate agent. I will help you. Um, But if. You feel like you need, I mean, if you're not just going to call me, you need to at least interview multiple people to make sure you're getting the best information possible in um, somebody who has done the market research and has stayed on top of what's going on, uh, not only in Sumter, but nationwide. <clears throat> okay, and then last week, the original price versus... The original list price versus what the house ended up selling for was 99.29%. And then in August, it dropped from original price to sales price to 96.69%. That 3%, I know if you're a seller, you want that 3%, especially if your house is worth, you know, $200,000. That's $6,000. I could buy a great vacation, do a lot of things, help you with your next home. That is what I have for us today. And let's make sure I haven't skipped any notes. Um, That's it. So more inventory coming on the market. We're still at a three-month supply. This is great news for sellers especially if they have an educated agent helping guide them through that aggressive marketing strategy and it's really great news for buyers because that means they have more options and if they continue to be aggressive they will get the house they want with some favorable terms. This has been the monthly market update for August in Sumter. I'm Sarah Jane and I would love to be your real estate agent. Hope to talk to you soon. Bye!